Welcome to Campfire Football. So, I know this is the week that I'm doing my convention series, but there was a game I watched last night that was too crazy, too mental, too chaotic to not do at least some little report on it. So I'm not going to spend 15 minutes on this game, but it, 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 I could. I could spend a really long time because it really was fascinating. It was shocking. Um, and on, on many levels, it was amazing because it had absolutely everything. So to give you a little rundown, this is Palmeiras against River Plate in the Copa Libertadores. Uh, the first leg, River Plate were at home, lost 3-0 to Palmeiras. They made a few really silly errors. They were not quite at it. Palmeiras came out, put on a professional display, won 3-0. It looks great for them to come back home with that, that lead. But River Plate are a historically good team. I love the way that they've always kind of approached them and Boca both. They, they approach situations like these with a real chip on their shoulder. And we've seen great comebacks, especially in this competition before. And there have been some comebacks not in, in relatively recently that have been shocking. I think the big one was in the Mexican playoffs where Pumas came back and beat Cruz Azul after being 3-0 down in the first leg. And they wouldn't beat them you know, handily. So, or 4-0 down, I believe it. So it was, you know, we've been seeing some of these comebacks lately and I was just kind of hoping for something like this. But when I saw it was 3-0 in the first leg, I wasn't too keen on actually tuning into this game. But early on, I realized it was still 0-0 and then I turned it on and bang, I saw a goal 1-0. So I quickly went back a little bit because I have Fubo TV so I could rewind a little bit in the game and just tried to see if there were any... events that happened in the early goings. The big thing was a huge save by Franco Franco Armani, the River Plate goalkeeper, early on. There was a breakaway. The player tried to dribble around him. He made the save. After that, I don't think Palmeiras got a really great opportunity for the rest of the match. And that's down to River Plate just completely outplaying them in every single facet. 27th minute, River finally got their first goal to really get things going, and it was the right thing for the tie. If you're a neutral wanting to see this, Palmeiras score early, it's kind of probably a dead dead game at this point. River score, and you know it's on. Uh, Robert Rojas with a wonderful header from a corner kick, and River just looked sharper and hungrier, and you felt like there's a really good chance they can score another before halftime. One thing I found strange about Palmeiras' entire game management, especially in the first half, was they did very little to try to really occupy territory that River didn't want to be in, in other words, in their own half. And they didn't stick together in a compact way to be able to play out when they won the ball. They were too spread out. And so then the keeper would get the ball and he would just launch a punt to the other side with his back four 15 yards away from him. And he's trying to find a forward or two who are on the other side of half field. Well, River have three backs, four backs. They won every single ball, every single second ball, and just came back. So by 35th minute, you're watching a game, you're like, wait a minute, five minutes left and Palmeiras are trying to hold on to this one goal lead that they have? Because really, really, really quickly, River went ahead and finally scored another goal. Right before the goal, the commentator said, River have 67% possession, 11 shots, 6 on target. They were all over Palmeiras. And then really, really good cross from De La Cruz. It snuck through two players going for it. Rafael Santos Bade goes ahead, nods it in, 2-0, and we're going into halftime. It's totally on. 
Now, I just don't, like I said, I don't know what Palmeiras' approach was to try and, they'd never built out of the back, which is something you notice nowadays when the keeper punts it every time. It's glaring because so many teams build out of the back, at least roll it out. And, and it helps sometimes, you know, to hold on to the ball, to force the other team to go backwards, to roll it out to some people, maybe do a combination, then go long, but move up and back as a unit. Palmeiras seemed so stretched in that first half, and it didn't change in the second. The pattern of play was the same. Uh, one stat that they said at halftime, which was amazing, Palmeiras made three tackles, won one in the first half. River Plate made ten tackles and won eight. You don't need much more to know who wanted it more, who was hungry, or who was going at it. On top of that, River obviously had all of the offensive and possession stats in their favor as well. So it makes you wonder, well, Palmeiras... River Plate had the ball the whole time. Why aren't you getting in tackles? Uh, so second half starts. You're really hoping for something to happen early. Maybe the game the game to keep going to stay energetic. You don't want it to die off for 20, 30 minutes and only heat up at the end. Well, 52nd minute, River get the ball wide to the left side. Play a beautiful cross in. Gonzalo Montiel comes in. Beautiful volley from just outside of the six-yard box on the on the edge. A uh, corner of it finds the bottom corner. It's a beautiful goal. 3-3 now on aggregate. The River subs are on the field celebrating as a whole team. And then, of course, VAR check. But they show a replay. And I'm sitting there going, I literally have absolutely no idea what they're looking at here. And then they showed a replay of a tackle that happened at the top of the box. Nothing wrong with that. And so we're still kind of waiting and then the goal finally gets chalked off. Now, the thing to keep in mind here is the goal was scored at 51-20. It took until 54-50, three and a half minutes to disallow this goal. In the end, it was disallowed for an offside. So I, I do recommend anyone watch the highlights of this game. The the If you can find an extended version, the longest one you can, watch it. And when you get to this goal here in the 52nd minute, you will see what they eventually decided to call as offside. Basically, ball's at the top of the box, two players tackle, it starts going away from the goal, and a River player who, just before the tackle, he had made a run and was offside when the ball was played. Then there's a tackle, it squirts out, he runs back and gets it, and I guess that's what they deemed offside. Now, the problem that I have with that is... I just don't really know if that is remotely clear at all in the rules. And actually, no, I'm certain that it's that that specific situation is unclear. That they read it as, well, it must have touched this guy last, and so if you came from an offside position to get it, it's offside. But I think they actually took a genuine interpretation of the rules. And the reason I say that is, how does it take you three and a half minutes to decide that that is offside? There was nothing else in the buildup they were looking at. There was no other possible infractions. That was the thing. And they must have been having a real debate about it. And then eventually just told the ref, no, it's offside. After three and a half minutes. I think if you're taking that long and you're arguing over it and no one seemed to have an issue with it, you should probably let it go. If you're arguing over whether or not it's offside in a VAR room for three minutes, you've got to let the goal go. Uh, it, then at this point, you are inserting yourself as officials who are somewhere else as more important in the game than the actual official and the players. And so I want to give the referee credit here because 
He had to handle this pressure. He had to stand there and deal with players coming up to me like, what is going on? And most of the calls he made throughout the game I thought were excellent. He allowed play to continue. It's con men bull. They get, they get physical. It's hard. They go hard. And way fewer fouls than you see in the Premier League. It was really, really fun. Um, but I, I have to give the ref some credit for the way he had to deal with these situations because it felt like these were all brought on him by VAR. So moving on, 73rd minute. Rojas, the goal scorer of the first goal, gets a red card. So River now down to 10 men. And for a few minutes, Palmeiras are doing well at managing the game. But that's just while River are trying to figure out how to attack with 10. Once they do, in just a few minutes, the tide just gets right back to where it was. River go up, 75th minute. Penalty. Referee calls for a penalty. And this is 74-25. I mentioned this again because of how long these VAR checks took. By 76-40, the referee goes to the monitor. By 78-20, he overturns the penalty. Right? So we're talking three minutes and 55 seconds for this whole thing to get sorted out. And I will say, I think he made the right decision. That's personally, you may totally disagree. But what we see is the player, the offensive player take a touch by the defender. The defender make a lunge that is not going to get the ball. Like it's 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 a bad lunge by the defender. But before the the attacking player actually con gets the contact, he digs his foot in the ground and starts falling over. Now if he just runs through, gets hit on the thighs and goes down, he gets the penalty no questions asked. But VAR was like you really need to have another look at this. Keep in mind at this point, we're ready to take a penalty kick. I didn't think VAR was even looking at it anymore. But then the referee was like, wait, wait, wait. And then he went to the monitor and looked at it 25 times maybe and finally decided no penalty. Credit to River. They didn't lose their heads. They just played harder and harder and harder and attacked more and more, created so many chances. And you're thinking maybe it's going to happen. Nine minutes of stoppage time is added. At 97-20, they finally look like they've gotten the foul that's going to be a penalty kick. This one looked stone cold, obvious penalty. The ref didn't give it at first. When asked to go to the monitors, he looked like he was about to give it. You're watching the monitor screen from the, the broadcast feed, and it looks like penalty, and then all of a sudden they change, and they show an offside line, and you're like, again, offside in the buildup. And this one was pretty clear. This is players who are sort of offside and jogging back and then a ball gets headed back in their direction and they should have they should have gotten themselves onside especially at this stage of a game but look the whole thing that you know it's happened at 97:20 it took until over 100 minutes for the VAR check to be complete they played until 102:17 and in the end Palmeiras survived got their 2-0 victory or got their 2-0 loss, I should say, and their 3-2 victory on aggregate. In the end, this, here's some stats. River had 23 shots, 11 on target. Palmeiras had 6-0 on target. River had 10 corners. Palmeiras won. 66% possession to 34. And 77% passing accuracy in comparison to 59. And then you take that stat from the tackles in the first half. These are enough to show you something clear domination. And then on top of that, like I said, it had everything in terms of drama and conjecture. And so, like I said, I think you should all go and take a look at the replays of this game. The longest 
possible extended replay you can and form some of your own opinions on this. I think VAR really needs to be checked. And look, here's my personal opinion. VAR should have a motto that is get it right and move on, not get it right and hold on. Right, because that's what they keep doing. It's constantly hold on, hold on. Referees doing, you know, hold on. Wait, wait. I'm touching my ear. I'm, I have my hand out in your face. Hold on. It'd be nice if it was. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Let's get through this because what we're witnessing is players feeling hard done by and yet moving on immediately. So, how controversial really are these decisions if players are getting on with it within seconds and still playing the game? It's at the end when people say. I don't know what happened, but that's always been happening in football. I think this need for the purity of getting a decision right is funny because people don't agree on all these anyway. I don't agree with the offside call. You may say offside is offside, but I'm really not sure if it was in that situation. So this was a fascinating game. I just I just had to bring it to everyone's attention. If there if you have any way of watching the replay of this, do find it. It's Palmeiras against River Plate. Copa Libertadores, Palmeiras have made it to the final. The other semifinal is tonight, Santos against Boca Juniors. It's locked at nil-nil in the first leg. We'll see what happens. On to the convention. This is Campfire Football.